What is up, people? You are listening into the New Generation Hero Talk podcast. I am your host, EJ Stewart, and we have a great show lined up for you guys today. We'll be talking about the future or maybe not so good future of DC Fandom, that event being canceled this year. That has been a very popular event for DC, the virtual convention that they do, basically displaying all the new features, all the new uh, premieres, all the new content that they have coming their way. That event that usually comes around during the fall, we've done plenty of YouTube content uh, on DC Fandom every year. We can't do that because they're not doing an event this year. Warner Brothers made that uh, announcement that was rumored already uh, confirmed to be not happening this year. So we'll give you guys our thoughts on that. There's been a lot of bad headlines with DC, but I think there is one interesting headline that is starting to bubble up, and it is, can we expect to see the return of Henry Cavill as Superman? We're starting to hear some rumblings that his return into the blue and red cape isn't necessarily dead. In fact, it may actually end up being quite likely at this point. So we'll break that down as well. And some interesting stuff regarding uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Of course, that movie came out earlier this year. Uh, the screenwriter Michael Waldron spoke to Empire Online, and he spoke about a mid credit scene that he had planned out, that he wrote out, that would have featured a quite interesting addition to that film especially considering how the film played out. So very excited to kind of break down what that would have meant for this movie. So plenty of good stuff to get to on the podcast. Joining me are my co-hosts, starting with Shamari Stewart and Sham. And Kendall's here as well. I'm just going to open it up. Kendall uh, Stewart also here as well. But I'll talk to Sham first here because I told you guys I saw this tweet earlier today. And I think because of the source, I think because of the... How's the word I'm trying to look for? The, the kind of over the top nature of the information. I feel like a lot of people just looked at it and said, yeah, whatever, and just moved on. But I saw it and I immediately tweeted it today. Uh, this is something that's going to be talked about on our podcast because I feel like to not talk about it would have been malpractice if we find out that what is being reported here is true. So, Sham, Emmett Kennedy. I'll be honest, shout out to Emmett Kennedy, but I've never heard of this person in my entire life. I don't know who this man is. Um, shout out to <laughs> Kiki Palmer. Uh, you know, uh, he'd be walking down the street and I wouldn't be able to say a thing. Sorry to this man. I don't know who Emmett Kennedy is. But apparently he's a successful broadcaster on Talk Sport 2. Um, he also does a, a racing podcast, uh, Final uh, Furlong, which is, you know, that's dope. You know, if you guys know us, we're we're not big fans into racing, but we, we got appreciation for auto racing. So shout out to Emmett and all the work he's done in that industry. So <laughs> needless to say, when I see a sports broadcaster who specializes in racing, making hero news, that's this big potentially. I really shake my head and raise my eyebrows and I say, what the hell is going on? But here's what he said, Jim. And I'm going to read you this tweet, which I sent to you before we started this show. He says, quote, I'm reliably informed that Marvel Studios has signed epic talent for Phase 5. And then he lists various different actors and actresses on this tweet. The actors read as such. John Boyega, Henry Cavill, who I just mentioned earlier. 
Jody Comer, Daisy Edgar Jones, John Krasinski, Jean Carlo Esposito, and Denzel Washington. So I don't even know what to make really of that list, but he says that these talents have signed deals with Marvel for Phase Five, and he says that these deals and these uh, these hires will be announced with some on stage with Kevin Feige at D23 Expo 2022, which is, I believe, later this month. And then he hashtags it with Fantastic Four, hashtag She-Hulk, and hashtag X-Men. Shannon, what the hell is going on here? One. And two, I'm going to give you three options with this. Is A, none of these people going to show up at Disney 23 Expo. Are some of these people going to be announced at D23 Expo? Or are all these people going to be announced at D23 Expo? If you had to choose one of those options, which would you choose? Um, let's see. Mm, I mean, I'd say some. I mean, I think some. And, wow. Okay. So you, you tend to you know, give this report um, a little more credence. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, just and in part, I, I, look, I'm gonna be honest. Part of it is just, you know, you throw out enough big names that have been associated with Marvel in recent mm. in recent times, and something's gonna stick. So I don't know if you know if it'll show that this guy is some kind of crystal ball, but <laughs> I could see at least some of these people being associated with Marvel in the near future, and I could see someone guessing that or knowing that and being right about it. So, uh, so I, so I will say that now, if all of these are true, uh, the Marvel's in for one heck of a D23 or it, Disney, right? Really is in for one heck of a D23. Um, and yeah, I mean, th- this would be pretty, uh, pretty massive. And this guy would gain a, a trillion followers because apparently he knows whoever his sources are know where all the bodies are buried. Um, but yeah, this is a very interesting, uh, very interesting cast of characters. Um, honestly, the one that kind of surprises me the most is, is uh, Denzel, which maybe shouldn't yeah, be. He's, he's got to be a surprise, yeah. But I mean, he's just so he's just such, you know, an accomplished actor. Or you know, um, he seems to be one of the maybe the only actors you would say is above Marvel or above superhero yeah. stuff. Yeah, uh, you would look at it and say, "Yeah, this stuff is probably beneath them." I mean, he has nothing to gain, um, right? Except yeah, unless, unless this is just like, something he's personally interested in, yeah, or that he just wants to do. Other than that, he has nothing to gain. He's Denzel Washington. He doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't have to do anything. Um, he's done action movies. He's done drama movies. He's he was Macbeth recently. He's done just about everything. Um, so you know. I mean, he doesn't have to, you know, if Feige calls him, he can easily just say, nah, you know, and just yeah, go there, on. There are, a few, there are a few people who are who are as well-respected at their craft than Denzel Washington is at acting. Like, yeah. like, if you really think about it, like, I don't, I'm talking basketball players, musicians, painters, uh, singers, like, any, any anything you want to talk about, like, and it like I, like if you talk about it, how a lot of people would say this person is 
absolutely at the top of this craft. Almost unanimously. I don't think there are people who come out and say, ah, Denzel, he's all right. Like, he's next level. So I think that's where you look at him and be like, why would he even want to do, why would he do this unless he really, really wanted to do it? And he's never expressed that. At least not that I can remember. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's very shocking. Um, uh, you know, second on that, on the list of three options, I would say it would be none. I'd be shocked if all of these people, all everyone here, was was uh announced at a d23 i mean that would be quite a d23 um so uh yeah this is pretty surprising and we know boyega has kind of moved on from star wars onto greener pastures so to speak um so we don't really know what he's up to but i mean this would be an interesting adventure for him as well and kendall like i said is here at the top of the show of course happy to have kendall and one of the things you know shamari mentions right there is Boyega, which is, you know, very, you know, eye-opening for me because you guys, of course, you know, I follow Star Wars as well, but you guys follow Star Wars on a very, very close level. And there were people who said, uh, you know, Boyega has this bad relationship with Lucasfilm. You know, he just recently, you know, he was asked, you know, would you come back and be uh, uh, Finn again in a Star Wars movie? He said, ah, I'm good. Um, and yeah. it was interesting to me in this in this Twitter thread, someone tweeted, "I thought Boyega was done with Disney after how his character was handled in Star Wars and his displeasure." And Emmett Kennedy responded saying, "Not done with Disney." Thumbs up. So not only is he tweeting this very explosive news, but then he's actually giving you context for like. The, he's tripling down on so, this. Yeah, he's, he's he's giving you context for what some of the hurdles you think would would you think would be there for some of this to be true. He's saying, "Well, I actually have info saying it's really Lucasfilm. He he's not has no problem with Disney Disney as a whole." So I'm like, and it's crazy because again, we're sitting here and we're talking about a guy who, like, I will repeat, is a broadcaster on Talk Two Sports, which is a UK, uh, uh, this is a UK, yes, you know, sports app or sports, um, platform. And then he does a, 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 a you know a, a racing podcast. He's not someone who is in the Hollywood industry, but as we've seen, Kendall, sometimes it is the people who kind of just have weird ends that end up getting information that I think some of these masters may have, but they just can't say yet. So that's why I don't necessarily dismiss it off face value. But I'll ask you that same question I asked Sham. Do do you say? What do you think is most likely that none of these people are confirmed, that some of these people are confirmed, or that all these people are confirmed? <laughs> I mean, like you said, I'm looking at this guy's Twitter account and like his replies. I mean, the guy, I mean, if he's wrong, he's got to delete his Twitter because he's. You would think, right? Because he, <laughs> he, he, he's yeah, he's dancing in the end zone before he's even he, before he's even in the end zone. Before, right? Yeah, yeah. This is yeah, 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 he, <laughs> yeah. He's about to do a Deshaun Jackson, you know, throw the ball <laughs> up for a fumble oh, yeah. before he even crosses the goal line with the way he's dancing right now. So, I look. I'll play ball with this guy because look again. If he's as confident as he is right now, he's got a blue check, so I got to take him with some face yeah, value. This isn't just like some anonymous check. Gives you some. I don't know. It, maybe it shouldn't, but it, it does give people. Yeah, a no, sense I, of, I know. We're just the validity. The blue check brigade, but today we are. Yeah. Um. I mean, so if we're if we're playing if we're playing with this guy, 
with yeah. his with his list. I mean, you have to think John Krasinski is is Reed Richards because if you announce him as anything else, people are just gonna be confused, frustrated, yeah. annoyed, the whole nine. Which Marvel isn't that's not above Marvel to annoy people and frustrate right. people intentionally. Yes, but yeah, absolutely. Um, but I would be surprised if they were if they were that brazen as to cast John Krasinski as something else. Although. John Krasinski and Cyclops, I think, would also be good. Yes, I said um, that a lot. Yeah, I said that before. Uh, the one, the one to me that I that I think is a is a possibility. The most obvious one is Krasinski as Reed Richards, but I think Henry Cavill as Doctor Doom is another one that I would pay attention mm. to. I, you know, I don't know. Uh, again, this could, there's so many Marvel characters that we haven't gotten yet. He could be playing Wolverine. He could be playing Wonder Man. He could be playing Cyclops. Like, I don't know who he's playing, but um, but I think Henry Cavill as Doctor Doom would, would would again be something that I would pay attention to. And then if you put him across of John Krasinski, that you have now yourself uh, a really interesting you know rivalry that you could bud over the years in uh in the MCU. Um, you know, I've, there have been plenty of people out there that have looked at John Carlos Esposito and Denzel and said maybe these guys are Professor X and Magneto. You know, and yes. that's been that's been something that's been theorized for years now is is, is those two guys being Professor X and Magneto. So uh, seeing these two names on the list, it's, it's, all this feels like fan fiction in my mind. That's it, part it, of the reason this, why I'm like this list looks like fan fiction. There's no it looks like fan fiction. There's okay. no question, but at the same time, like Marvel is like the Los Angeles Dodgers, where like they're not afraid. I, yeah, they could get it. They, I mean, they're not gonna be afraid to just say, yeah, we can get any actor we want, and we're gonna swing 100 percent for the fences. Like just like the Los Angeles Dodgers in baseball could just sign Freddie Freeman after already having Mookie Betts, after already having the roster they got, and just say, yeah, oh, we'll be well, we got the money and we got the resources. Like what what's stopping us? Like Marvel is definitely that kind of squad. They are the right. the Dodgers. They're the Rams. They're the Golden State Warriors. Like they they they're not going to be shy with saying, "Oh no, nah, this is un- this is unattainable." Right. And I would also point out, um, I mean, we're getting big castings. Big castings are coming out. I mean, and I and I actually said uh, I uh, uh, told you guys before, Jeffrey Dean Morgan would just sign on to the boys. Yep. Um, yes. As well, which is just like to me, it's just like man, this is like you didn't even need to do that, but they did it anyway. And it's like that's it's like Marvel can see things like that and say, you know what, we can just we can swing big, we can swing big. We have the money, we have the story, we have the creators, we yeah, have yeah. the uh, you, you know we have everything that we would need. Um, why not? Why not? So, I mean, I feel like that is something that that's an approach Marvel can definitely afford to take. Yeah, and they they built up a lot of cachet over the years, you know, with these with 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 these actors and and with talent because it's yep. now it's not just about the money, although that's that part of it's important, but in the money that you can make, but it's also they're putting out really good stories. Um, you know, and in terms of Denzel and why he would, you know, do a Marvel movie, I mean, <laughs> You know, Morgan Freeman. Obviously, he did that that movie Vanquish with Ruby with Ruby Rose. That was weird. Uh, ended up being a five percenter on Rotten Tomatoes. So, Jesus. you know, I you know, sometimes I didn't remember. I didn't know that existed until you just said that. Oh yeah, yeah. So you remember that, that one, right? Um, what was that about? Morgan Freeman, the one he's like in the chair and he's like 
you know, and Ruby Rose like running around and she's the main character and it's, it's I mean it's basically it was a it was a streaming straight to streaming movie, uh because of the pandemic. But yeah. Okay. There's a reason you know there's a reason nobody knows it exactly. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, you were literally talking like you're saying gibberish right now. <laughs> you're just saying yeah, words. Yeah. I'm just like I don't those words are actually and words. Honestly, like, those names are names I know tomatoes, and I don't know what you're talking about. Five percent of Rotten Tomatoes has to be one of the lowest scores I've ever seen. That's the only reason why. That's the only reason why I know about the movie. But so if Morgan Freeman is saying Oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah that. I, remember, I remember the movie you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> what was the last air? I feel like the last Airbender for a long time had like the worst Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> score, but I don't think it was five percent. That's why I'm kind of now curious. That is hard to do, man. That that is. But, well, yeah. oh, the last Airbender, five percent. Oh, there you go. <laughs> M, M. Night M. Night M. Night So yeah, that so wow, that's rarefied air. Yeah. Um. But no, yeah, I think that I, I, honestly, like, I think we're at, I think we're at a point with Denzel. I mean, obviously, you know, he was close with Chadwick Boseman as well, and you know, you wonder if you know that's some inspiration in him taking a, a role in the MCU. Um, but yeah, I think Magneto is a is the name that I would that comes to mind. I, you know, you could I mean, I've heard people throw out Blue Marvel for him and Boyega. Uh, you know, it's hard to say. The I mean, the other name obviously for Cavill, be a little on the nose, would be Hyperion. You know, and, you know, if we're gonna do that. the whole idea that he's gonna play Superman again, basically. But um, I don't think he would do that. I don't think he just that just seems kind of tacky. You know, like, Superman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it seems very cheesy. Like what? Um, so I, I'm I look, and this guy, like you said, he very specifically put hashtag Fantastic Four hashtag. X. That's what I'm interested in. So yeah, I'm so like, are all these people, question. like, is Jodie Comer, Sue, Sue Storm, you know, is Daisy Edgar Jones, is she playing somebody in the X-Men? Like, you know, is, I I mean, that, I don't, Boyega is the one to be that, I have no idea, you know, I mean. Yeah, I saw someone throw out their Iron Lad. Um, the Iron Lad thing, dude, I mean. He's a little old for Iron Lad to me, though, right? How old Pro- probably a little old. But he's thirty. He's thirty. Yeah, he'd be yeah. by far the oldest. You know what I'm saying? Like young Avengers group. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, and then like again, yeah, I'm I'm thirty one, so I'm not even like I'm, I'm not saying at all. It's not a thing on him being old. I'm talking about just for this role. Like, that's, <laughs> it's like uh, just, Kevin Hart. Just for the, yeah, Kevin Hart's looking at Cheeto. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no, just being clear, I'm, uh, John. You know, he's a great actor, and we're all fans of his. But I'm just talking about a role that of Iron Lad for a young Avengers. This seems like out of 30 years old. I, I don't know if that really makes a lot of sense. It feels like a role that would have made more sense if he, he was doing this, you know, when they first made uh, The Force Awakens. And you said, okay, he's he's Iron Lad. I would have been right on board. He would have been 20. And it's kind of a one-off time. role for Boyega, too. Like, he, you know, he can't play. I mean, he could, but, like, I don't think we're going to get, like, a bunch of Iron Lad over the next, like, Five six years. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't think know. so either. Um, Which not everybody has to be in ten Marvel movies, but you would think Boyega is somebody that you'd bring in and want to build around, either as a hero or a villain. Um, it's interesting that these are all also uh, these are all British actors, pretty much, except for the uh, Esposito Prisin- in Washington Prisin- and Krasinski. You know who you know, but. Yeah. Uh, Chris is the animal, I almost don't even count because he, he was in a Marvel movie. Uh, but even that part's interesting because it's like, okay, 
Well, that would explain uh, why Kennedy might have the scoop. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. Exactly. Because then you think, okay, why would this random person know this information? And it's like, and now to be fair, I, I, some of these people probably actually live in the U.S. Like I'm sure. I think Boyega may live in the U.S. And um, I don't think Comer or Edgar Jones does, but Cavill very well might. You know, but. Uh, but nonetheless, that, they you know, all have the, houses in the U.S. Right, they, they know they absolutely have homes where they grew up. So, yeah. so yeah, that that is an interesting note. I, this is so weird to me because, like, this was it's it's like the the gift and the curse when it comes to following this this game, this scoop game, uh, this superhero game. And I love it. That's why we've been doing this podcast now, you know, five six years, however long it's been. Because look. This is a gentleman who he has some followers now. I don't know what he had before this tweet, but considering he was a blue check, I, like he has forty thousand now. I don't think he sent this tweet and he had five thousand. Now he gained thirty five thousand. So he's a guy with with an audience. You know what I'm saying? And and the places he works are places that have thousands and tens of thousands of followers. So he's not. I might not know who he is, but in, in the UK, he he might be somebody. You know, but like at the same time, we do see these publicity stunts for lack of a better term where you just tweet out something that there's a and we see it in, in kendall knows i mean the nba twitter world i mean it's just insane now where just everybody thinks they have sources and they just tweet things that could f- feasibly make sense and they hope that it's true and then if it happens then they could be like yo i broke the story before adrian wojanowski did and you're just like no you it's, got it's, lucky it's so vague because like this guy he's putting actors out there He's not saying who they're playing, you know? And so, like Shamari said, I mean, then the, I mean, John Collins already Kr- said he's. Yeah, and Krasinski's about. in a movie. Espezito, as you mentioned, has already, already talked about <laughs> wanting to do Public. stuff and that he's already so those, has talked to them. Yeah, those are easy. And then you're like, Boyega and Cavill, both free agents in this, you know, <laughs> both free agents in this, you know, you know in this the space. Geek, the geek, yeah, the geek in, world in the geek, kind of. In the geek world space. Geek world genre, exactly. Kind of, kind of, you know, they went out of home right now, so those are good people to go. And then Denzel Washington again, somebody that's been thrown out there before, you know, he throw some throw some names out there. And if you're right on two of them, you can say, oh well, yeah, something must have fell through on the other side. On the other side, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's very easy. But oh yeah, the other deals, you know, they didn't, they, you know, something fell through. You can make up some excuse, and then people are like, oh well, you know, he got you know half of them right, so you can't say that yeah. he was full well, of crap. He's right, like, Krasinski, he, he's right on Krasinski. He's right on Krasinski and Reed Richards. You know, it's like, you see that, you see that so many times. See that, these guys always say, oh, something fell through at the last second. And it's like, what? come on. Well, we literally saw that this week. I mean, there was a report that um, that uh, that Badgley uh, was and apparently, Badgley, yeah. yes, he was apparently in line to play right. Reed Richards. That the word was that he had signed a deal. I mean, I came into this week fully ready to for that to be the lead story today was that you know Badgley has reportedly signed this deal to to be a part of the Fantastic Four with Reed Richards and you know the guy had to walk it back and he said oh this is not true and I only read what I saw on Reddit and assumed it was he, he said some flim flam just complete flim flam and you just like all right like this guy just put this out there so that he can get a couple more followers and then um, and and to walk it back, he's not going. People don't just. There are some people who will have principles say, "No, I'm, I'm following you now because you misled me." But that a lot of people won't even remember that they followed this guy because of this information. So, you know, you just never know with this game. So that's why I'm 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 torn 
on it. Like I, I tend to lean towards some of these people will be announced just because I think some of these people are going to be in the MCU. But uh, do I think that majority of them are going to be announced? No. And yeah, what what if these people aren't announced at D23, but then like a year from now, Boyega is in a Marvel announced in a Marvel movie, right. like. He's gonna be like, he's like oh yeah, what's yeah, about year from now or two years from now? Be, yeah, eventually John Wayne will be the MCU. So, yeah, especially it's, when it's, we hear about how these deals get made, and, and sometimes these courtships are very short. Sometimes it's just a phone call, and it's just a all right, I'm in. Like so, like so, yeah, like this, like there's gonna be this game of like, oh well, he so, he, he you, like you know he was talking, but it took him two years to sign. Like that doesn't really happen. Do you guys have a dream casting out of this group that makes the most sense outside of so John Krasinski? You mentioned Cavill and... <laughs> I was say, you know Krasinski's mine. Yeah, yeah, unless you're, unless yeah, you're, know you're doing Krasinski outside of Reed Richards, then then I'm curious, but... Oh, man. I mean, I mean Denzel as... Denzel as Professor X. And I, honestly, I think... I Professor think X, be, not Matt, I, you know. I, no, I, I was going to say, I think he could do either one. Yeah. Um, they're both people very... are jumping to the Magneto thing. They played Malcolm X. Yeah, Denzel's Magneto would just be nuts. I mean, that would just be yeah. yeah. I think that'd, that'd be, be like Malcolm X two point Yeah. I almost it's just weird to me because I just feel like both Esposito and Denzel make great Magnetos, and they both make good Professor X's. I I almost feel like is there someone else we could get to be Professor X and you know those guys duke it out and those guys would never uh, audition. But uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like I mean, look. Now to be fair, would I love to see Esposito playing off of Denzel Washington? I mean, you t- steal my money, <laughs> like take my money, take my wallet. Like yes, but like I, it's funny to see those two guys linked, and you're just like I'm just like well, those are both two guys I would love to be Magneto, and then one of those guys be Professor X. It almost feels like that person gets kind of the short end of the stick because they they would both kill the Magneto role, but I think I think uh, yeah I think Denzel Denzel's Magneto is probably the one. Um, yeah, I, I gotta watch more from uh, uh, Comer and Edgar Jones. They both done a lot of the, they've done great work. Uh, Comer has been uh, Emmy nominated, but uh, you know their work has been very British. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like shows that like you know you gotta be into British. I actually, matter of fact, I'm sure my girlfriend is, is knows these uh, women very well because she loves everything that's you know British content. But uh, but I would have to know more of their work to really have a have a say. You know, I, of course, people see Comer is blonde and think, okay, Miss, you know, uh, uh, Sue Storm, and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, anybody who's blonde to dye their hair, but but okay, that is something that people are gonna do. Uh, it is interesting to me that you know, you know, Homer's twenty nine. Uh, Edgar Jones is, is only twenty four. She's extremely young. So, I mean, I, 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 her name is a little interesting to me because I feel like that could be a lot of different people. That could be someone really young in the X Men. That could be someone who. Yeah, the name that came to mind for me was like maybe like Kitty Pryde. But that's what I thought. I thought the same. It's funny you said that. I thought like the same thing. I thought Kitty Pryde or. or I don't think you'll do rogue. I don't think you have a British person doing a Mississippi accent, but, but, but that I did also think rogue maybe like there are a lot of you know young you know female X Men that I thought oh she would she could maybe fit that role you know in a in a very in a great way you know what I'm saying so 
does this does this so up women our... in this list are interesting i mean again we're those hashtags are still legit. i mean even the fact that the hashtag is she hoax in there like that made me think yeah, I mean, might are we gonna see one of these people in a couple of weeks like well the like hashtag she hoax they made me think that this guy doesn't know what he's talking about <laughs> but yeah like he's full of it because i'm like she hoax going on right now <laughs> So I know, but no, but 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 hold on. I'm gonna shoot him, and I know I've been the one who's been least likely maybe to believe any of this. But I'm gonna shoot him some bail on the She-Hulk thing. And my thing was like, how many people have we seen? Not now. To be fair, maybe it's not as much as I, I'm gonna say. But we've now seen people just appear in Marvel content, and that's just the announcement that they're in Marvel. We've seen that's it. True, in, yeah. Uh, we saw it in Eternals. Um, Eternals. Oh, that's what I was trying to find out. Eternals. We saw it in Thor. We saw it in. Uh, Hawkeye, though that was extremely rumored, but th- that was yeah, official that until we, but, yeah. but we that wasn't Marvel official until we actually yeah. saw uh, 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 Vincent yeah. D'Onofrio in that show. So, so I, I actually, like when I saw Shield, I thought, oh wow, someone may show up because it was also weird. The show run with one of the executive producers of She Hulk, like, just had a very weird like comment this week where they were just like, oh, trust me, Daredevil is definitely the biggest surprise in this season and we let it out the bag in comic-con i was like that's a weird statement to make <laughs> it just yeah. it just seemed random it just seemed like very like I, wh- why would you say that no i well i will say there's a reason to say that potentially because we've seen how like wandavision went off the rails with the expectations but okay let's even put that aside right it just seemed like a very weirdly specific thing to say like i don't want people to get upset but Daredevil is 100% the biggest surprise of the season. How, something can't be a surprise if we know what's happening. So, so I just, it just yeah. didn't, that, like, that statement didn't make really any sense to me. So when I saw this tweet and I saw hashtag She-Hulk, and again, not to get into spoilers, but She-Hulk has a little fun with the idea that there have already been a lot of spoilers in this, and that's, excuse me, not spoilers, appearances in this season so far. And if you're on Twitter, you definitely that's what, know that's, who that's showed what. up this week. So I, I'm just I'm, I'm I I was curious when I saw the Hulk thing. I thought we may be seeing one of these people in a couple of days. I mean, Kevin Feige. We can, people forget, man. Like Kevin Feige said when she Hulk was announced, that like, you never know who might show up. Right. You know, people at the time were like, "Oh, Daredevil showing up," and they were right. Yeah. Like, but, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't mean that there was more to that that he that he you know when he said that. Um, yeah, man, this is, you know, I mean, you know, there's there's other characters, like I said, Wonder Man, we expect to get casted pretty soon. Uh, potentially Nova, you know, could, could could any of these guys be Nova? Could, could John Boyega be Nova? Mm. Could, um, could Henry Cavill be Nova? I mean, you know. I, yeah, there's a lot. Of, I tell you what, it, it, it's rare. I don't normally do this, but uh, I'll, I'll do it here on this podcast. Emmett Kennedy has an open invitation to come on New Generation Hero Talk. And the last time I've done this, I think, was for Ray Fisher, I believe. There is a DM thing available to him. He's not one of those people that has, you know, their DMs closed. And he does also have an inquiries email address. So, is he, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure he's now been very <laughs> sought after after this tweet. This was tweeted now officially, I think, 24 hours old as we record. But um, he may be getting a DM. From New Generation Media or an email saying, "Yo, what's good? I would love to have him on the show to be like, what is this tweet? Please tell us whatever you can. I'm sure he can't give out everything because he didn't tell us who these people were playing. 
But he hashtagged Fantastic Four, She Hulk, and X Men. And what we all talked about after Comic Con was we got nothing from X Men. And besides, of course, the animated show. And the Fantastic Four, we got a, a date. That was it. I mean, look, stuff is starting to leak, man. And I, I, I don't say that to say, like, you know, we know who the X-Men are. We know who the Fantastic Four are. But I don't think it's a coincidence that we're getting up to we're getting closer and closer to D23. And, like, the Matt Chapman thing it's, leaks. It's, it's and then it becomes happening. very official. Yeah. And, you know, the thing about, you know, Ben Kingsley coming back is right. Trevor Slattery in, in Wonder Man. I mean, Marvel yeah. hasn't even announced Wonder Man. You know, yeah. like we kind of knew it was happening, but they never announced it. And now all of a sudden, the trades are just running with a casting that we we knew nothing about it. And now all of a sudden, we know a random actor is coming back in it. Like stuff is starting to get out to the point where I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe you know the the it's gotten official. You know, or maybe the, the, the cat's coming out of the bag big time. And what we typically see in these situations, and Kendall, you're hundred percent right on that, is. The, le- the leaks we're getting are, like the, are usually the appetizers. We start getting leaks, and then eventually those things get confirmed at a D23 or at a you know, Disney Investor Day or whatever. But then, like, at those same events, they say something insane. Like, okay, you guys are right that, like, Donnie Thorne's playing Reed Williams, also Fantastic Four is back. <laughs> it's like, right. whoa, 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 okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so. Myers Ali's Blade. Right, yeah. yeah, exactly. So we've seen. Where these little tea leaves get dropped and we start saying, okay, yeah, they finally announced that. That's cool. Wow. So now we can really you know, talk about this as a reality. And then you think, okay, like what else could they possibly have? And there's some, they punch you in the face with something big, big, major, you know? So uh, it was an interesting tweet, man. It was an interesting tweet. I'm actually, I'm a little surprised. I'm not seeing more coverage of the tweet. Like I'm not seeing more people talking about it. I mean, it has. 11,000 likes on Twitter, which may sound like a lot, but I, I mean, I, I don't think that's... I mean, these are the biggest names in Hollywood. <laughs> and we're talking about the X-Men and Fantastic Four. A little like, battered fan syndrome, where it's like... I don't, I, I think people are kind of done with these these sorts of leaks, because like, we just had one a couple of months ago, before Comic-Con, where it was like, yeah, you know, John Collins Pazito is getting announced as Professor X, and... Yeah, you know Glenn Powell, Cyclops, and all this nonsense, and right. you know Anthony Starr is Dracula, and like none of it ended up being true. So, um, but that was like that was a nobody, you know. This is a blue jacket. It's, 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 it's a professional. Now again, it's, it's not a professional. professional in this business. So that's what right. makes he could be wrong. That's and what like, makes it nobody weird. Will ever care. Like, yeah, I mean, if people who care. follow his his racing podcast, they will still listen, and it's not it's gonna be like nothing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at big screen leaks. Uh, he actually tweeted. Now I'm looking. I'm just now looking at the quote tweets to see what's being said. And I said, there's not a lot of people. Again, there's about 2,000 quote tweets. Again, not a ton. Uh, but uh, big screen leaks did tweet three hours ago. He said, I've gotten tons of emails, DMs about this one. And while I cannot confirm the accuracy, I am looking into it. So he ain't Apparently just like, Daniel RPK. He ain't dead in this. He ain't dead in this. So that's interesting. Daniel RPK, who he has a very strong track record, you know what I'm saying? Like he don't, he won't come out and say things, but he will allude to things and make references that almost a lot of them come true. I mean, I think his best one was the Illuminati. He even talking about the Marvel Illuminati for years, and uh, maybe even before the uh, the deal, or maybe right after the Fox Disney deal, and, and we, the Spider Man stuff as well. 
Right. And I think in all those instances, we all thought, uh, he, you know, that it's too early for that. Or, you know, we got it. That's jumping the shark there to, to think that they're going to do that. And then he was right every time. So he's got a great, no, no, shout out Daniel RPK. He's someone I have tried to get him to get on his podcast in the past. He's got great sources. Um, Big Screen Leaks has great sources. These are people that are not deading this. They, they, this was out and they're saying one person is retweeting it. Another person saying, I cannot deny this. I'm looking into it. I don't know if it's true, but I, I, I'm not, I, I can't say this is BS. So stay tuned, <laughs> man. Yeah, if, if Denzel, I mean, I, I again, this is the last thing I'll say on this, but if Denzel gets announced, I think that'll be the biggest of this group. And almost no matter 100%. Playing, that's the one. 100%. Wow. Oh, what are you saying? Like, that's just the one that people are going to be like, wow. I mean, the, the only thing would be unless he's playing like somebody nobody cares about, but, you know, but yes, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, I mean Cavill, it would be. like, Cavill obviously is huge as well. If you told me Cavill's playing Doctor Doom and like, you know, Denzel's playing Blue Marvel, then maybe Cavill gets a bigger thing. But, but if you told me Denzel's playing Professor X or Magneto, I'm interested. I am very. Yeah, it really doesn't matter who Denzel's playing. Honestly, to me, he could be playing a janitor. I mean, I know, I know it's going to be a very well acted. John Wayne is like, I've done that before. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it, it. it, I know it's going to be the most well-acted, you know, most intriguing character on the screen whenever they're on the screen. So, so yeah, that'll be huge. Yeah, man. Well, these names, uh, very intriguing. Uh, I hope this is true. I, I cannot say whether or not it is or isn't. I'm being very cautious with it. But there are a lot of reasons for me to, to not dead this because there are people who are in this industry who know the stuff that are not deading it. I'm interested. I am interested in what Emmett Kennedy tweeted, and I think it's something to follow as we get closer and closer to D23. But uh, let's shift gears. Speaking of uh, conventions, let's talk about one that is not happening. This one, a a virtual event. Uh, It's another week, another bad headline for DC as its popular FanDome virtual event has been canceled for this year. Warner Brothers Discovery said in a statement, it is, quote, uh, with the uh, quote, with the return of in-person events, Warner Brothers Discovery and is uh, is excited to be able to engage with our fans live at numerous comic cons around the world, and will not be scheduling DC Fandom 2022. Before I even get to you, Sham, I'm gonna riff here a little bit because this this statement is garbage. I'm sorry. The last time I checked, am I wrong? Was there not? A major Comic Con that just happened just in July, less than two months ago. There was a major event, a major Comic Con, the first time San Diego Comic Con was back in full force since the pandemic started. And we knew Marvel was coming with everything. Well, maybe not everything, if now we're seeing this tweet, but they were coming with a lot. They were coming for the juggler with what they were going to be providing for their fans. And getting people excited for what the future of Marvel is going to look like. And DC had the opportunity to counter that with whatever the hell their 10-year plan is. And they balked. They didn't do anything. So, I'm sorry. I don't want to hear we got to cancel this one virtual event we do. Because we're excited about live numerous Comic-Cons happening around the world. You, you, just, you just bailed on one. 
You just bailed on one. The biggest one, the most important one, the one that everybody has eyeballs on, you decided, you put out there that you didn't deem it important enough to have a presence. That's why we only got presentations on Shazam, a movie that's already been pushed back now again. We got a presentation on Black Adam, which was nice, but just nothing compared to what Marvel's going to do. I felt bad for The Rock. I felt bad for the crew of Black Adam and Shazam, that they were put out there as the counter-programming to Marvel putting out a, a, a full slate that included two Avenger movies in one year. So this explanation is garbage, in my opinion. But Sham, do you buy this explanation from Warner Discovery on why they're not moving forward with another DC fandom event? Um. Uh, no, absolutely not. Um. So yeah, RIP fandom. This is very sad for the DC fan base. Um. You know, I'm sure the DC fans are just. You know, feel like nothing is kind of going right. This is also coming on the heels of Gotham Knights being no longer available on Xbox One or, or PS4. If you don't have a next gen console, then you're not gonna play it um it's so really I, ridiculous yeah you know it's just a, a lot of uh a lot of things just you know they just dc fans just not getting what they want you know and i feel like that's kind of been a trend um for a lot of different things for for some games for comics for tv shows being canceled and just not living up to expectations like this this Gotham Knights show that I don't even know if that's coming out. Hopefully it isn't, but it's not going to live up to expectations. And it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just bad news. And I feel like it feels like since Zaz, this guy's Zaslav has showed up, um, everything that almost everything except except the Batman apparently, everything that you would have wanted to see or would have liked to see, um, or I don't know, get more information about. You're just not going to get as a fan until Zaslav, I don't know, uh, feels like it. I don't know. It, it seems like it's all going back to him. Since he's the one making statements and, and things like that now. So I don't know. It's it's, it's uh, saying he wants a Feige and all this stuff. It's like, I don't know. It, it, it seems very haphazard. Um, the next big con is New York Comic Con, which EJ shout out to me and you. Of course, we will be there. Yes, we um, will. So we'll be back, baby. Also, we will be there, so we will see if DC <laughs> right. is at New York Comic Con. Right. They, yeah, yeah. Put your money you where know. your mouth is, man. We gonna, we, we're we're going to be in the building. We will be there. More boosters are coming, so we will be boosted, and we will be at New York Comic Con, and we will see if DC is there with anything, literally. I, I can't remember. I don't think DC has been at the... I, have, I, have, I don't think... We, We've been yeah, there now for 10 years, pretty much. I don't know yeah, if I've ever seen DC been. do anything. No, nothing for movies, especially. Nothing for right. movies, especially. They're, yes, they're not for there. movies. Right, exactly. So if they're there, then I'll, then, these, then I'll take back what I said and say, okay, so they're actually trying to show up at all these cons. If they're not there, New York Comic Con is right behind SDCC, San Diego Comic Con, as far as Comic Cons go. Then they're just, just saying things just to say them. And, and Kendall, like, to me, like, this statement, again, the more I think about it, the more it's ridiculous. Because, look, again, we're very, we go to New York Comic Con every year. Probably the second biggest non, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
non-housed Comic-Con event, so to speak. So it's not like a Star Wars celebration or the in-house event. That's probably a better word. It's not a celebration, D23, things like that. Um, But it's not like there are like 10 of these joints that we would expect DC Films to be there dropping stuff. Like San Diego Comic-Con is really the only place we would like – like realistically expect them to do anything like like we mentioned like could new york comic-con be that location for them it could be it's been like marvel i know has it's tamped down their stuff at uh at, at new york comic-con but they but they've been there in the past they they, they unveiled the first avengers trailer at, <laughs> at comic-con the new york comic-con so you know new york comic-con could be that place but it's never been for dc and i where these other comic-cons where i'm gonna be expecting oh well don't worry when they go to Chicago for WonderCon, they're definitely gonna, you know, tell us that you know Henry Cavill is back as Superman. Like that's not gonna happen. That's like, like or at least if it, if it, that's the that's the new plan, that would be a big change from what we've been seeing in the past. So this notion that they're gonna have plenty of opportunities to go to Comic Cons to display what they're gonna be doing. When we think of the scope of Fandom, because Fandom was we're giving you everything, like. Everything DC is doing, I mean, we didn't get cheated at Fandom ever. We're getting Batman trailers. We're getting Wonder Woman trailers. We're getting top-notch stuff. I mean, again, I know I've been critical of DC. I have always praised DC for Fandom being fire. They only done two, but both of them were fire. No one could debate that. in my opinion, should be how everybody does it, you know? Exactly. I totally agree. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's free for, it's free. And everybody, everybody can, watch, can it watch it. Exactly. And experience it. And it doesn't, exactly. Nobody, nobody has the feeling of being left out. Right. You know? And so that's what was awesome about it. That, that, yeah. That, that was, that was, and I, I know, shout out to, you know, of course, combatmovie.com does a great job of aggregating this info. And I had read in their article on this, they mentioned how, you know, they said what you said that, you know, these conventions, you know, you know, tens of thousands, maybe, you know, get to go to some of these events, you know, comic, New San Diego for sure, tens of thousands, but, uh, these conventions, you know, thousands of people get to go to these events, whereas, you know, a fandom event, you know, they had like 66 million views, something crazy <laughs> last, last year, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's a lot of eyeballs and like from just a business standpoint, like why wouldn't you want that, those eyeballs exclusively on your content to, uh, to, to, to get excited about what you're bringing to the table and say, oh, we're just going to keep it to just comic cons when you just didn't, you just weren't at the last one, essentially the one that matters. Like, what the hell are you talking about? I like, I think for me, and I think I've said this a million times in different ways, but I'm going to say it again. I just want DC just be honest and Warner discovery as a whole, just be honest with what the hell is going on. I think I don't like this idea that I'm being misled. Like, okay, we know, first of all, I'm going to keep patting myself on the back that I felt like I, like, forecasted this teardown, like, a month before it happened. I said that on this podcast. I said, mm-hmm. things are not right at these. Something's wrong. And something, there's something that's going to change. Cause some of the things we're reading, you know, Todd Phillips all of a sudden getting all this clout, and they're at, looking at what he could maybe do for building a bigger world. Like, it was clear something was wrong. And now you know, we've seen what's 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 happened since. I just kind of wish they would just like admit, yo, 
we're in a major transition period and like we're trying to still figure all this stuff out and until we figure it out we can't do these fandom type events like my my theory is that they don't want to do fandom because they feel like besides the batman and the joker nothing else is ironclad going to happen moving forward like there are these movies that are on the docket that have to co- they have to come out um so they will but in terms of like the future of dc i think that there's only two that have like a legit solid future i don't think there are any plans for what they're gonna do with wonder woman and these movies that like the flash and blue beetle and aquaman and shazam and black adam they're all on prove it deals the flash could very well be a one and done because of everything happened with ezra but these are all prove it deals these are all we'll put them out and let's see what happens some of them they just know i think are going to be one and done but we don't know that yet so i'd almost be more I almost want them to just say that. Like, I don't I don't like being in this position where, like, do these movies matter? Like, do I need to watch these movies? Do I, should I care about these movies? I know they don't want to do that because they want us to spend their money on them. But but then you then you don't actually promote the stuff you're doing. That's what makes it – that's what's so stupid about this. Yeah. So, all right, well, then actually lean into the fact that you are moving forward with these movies for now, even if they don't have a future beyond their release date. Like, they, they're doing this middle game where they're like, oh, we are building – but also these movies will have a really important and we're doing something new with a 10 year plan. But these movies, you know, definitely could have a future and we have stuff that we're working on, but we can't show you anything. It's just they're talking both sides of their mouth. And EJ, uh, and I, I agree with everything you said, but on top of that, for me, it's, it's I'm, I'm kind of looking at this from the perspective of like the, the DC fans, like hardcore DC fans. That just want to see. They want they want their you know like what happened with Marvel at Comic Con. They want that. They just want to be excited about what's going to come out, right? And 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 I will say as well. I, I'm sure. Uh, you know, um, Hamada and uh, everybody else working at DC wants to give that to them. I don't think they don't want to give that to them. You know, I would be. I'm sure they want to probably. You know, whatever they can, honestly, the DC has been so turbulent, the flash and a lot of other stuff. It's kind of like, do we even show that? What do we <laughs> that, it's been very kind of hectic at DC. So but the things that they, they want to promote and know are coming out, they probably want to promote that stuff. So it's like the fans can't get what they want. The people that made this stuff, the director, the people that were on set, all these people also can't get what they want. It's like there's a lot of people that just it's just this. This reeks of just such corporate just suits and and lawyers and just business people and quirky Zaslov and all of his money just saying, I don't want to do it. I'm not going to do that. Just very Trumpy. No, just just not I'm really. the boss man, big boss man. I don't want to do that. So you guys can cry about it and just wait for it for the movie to come out and then spend your money on the movie. It's like it's very entitled. Like just you you want me to go see your movie and promote your movie. Like yeah. it's just taking the fans for granted. Totally taking the fans I mean, for granted. I mean, like, I mean guys, I fan, yeah, you ahead, are sorry. just you are so despondent and just like so at the whim of these these people that don't care at all about. 
They don't no. care at all about Superman. They don't care. It's so good. They don't <laughs> it's care. all part of a spreadsheet. It's, it's a, a spreadsheet a and just go see the movie or not. Yes, then I don't care. Just forget about them. That, that's literally it. And fans we do not care. Feel like, like they were cared about. It was like, wow, we have this thing. It's like all four DC fans. It's all four DC fans. And they're just like, no, this that doesn't exist anymore. We, we just do go, not to, go to Comic-Con and, and hope we're there. And just hope we're there and we're not going to be there. Because we know they're not going to be in your Comic-Con. <laughs> we so do sick. not care. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, Shamari said it best. And Mike Tomlin said it best. We do not care. They, they do not care. They do not care. They do not care, Kendall. And, and, and yeah, I mean, shout out to Sham really speaking to that. Because Shamari is a DC fan. You know, he loves Marvel too. But, you know, I think of all of us, he really reps with DC. And you're hearing that passion. And, you know, what's crazy is that, you know, Kendall, like, you know, my girlfriend... She goes, she'll, you know, when I tell her about, you know, I rant about this stuff that drives me crazy that DC's doing. And she just says, and she's not at all a superhero fan. Um, but she, she's just like, why would they do this to these people that love their content so much? Like, just like just for their fans. Like, it just seems like it's very unfortunate for them. And someone on just a basic level, like, who just likes anything in any kind of pop culture setting could look at this and be like, wow, that seems really rough on, like, your fan base that is extremely loyal and willing to spend the money and support you and you just it's, seem to be spitting them in the face it's very similar energy to rosita at sesame place it's like that energy <laughs> it's that energy. wow that's a deep pull i love that one you gotta explain a little bit of that one sham keeps people who it's listen that don't know it's that i don't care about you like you you spent your money to get here but i don't care about you just, <laughs> you got in just be happy yo I, i'll go i'll go help them that's the energy that's literally the energy you want that stuff go to marvel that's literally the energy. It's so it's so ridiculous. It's crazy. It's just Rosita energy. So that that's all I gotta say. For those who don't know which one he's talking about, at Sesame Place, it, 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 it's the joke is funny. The incident wasn't funny, but at Sesame Place, yeah, it's horrible. The Rosita, the the whoever's playing the Rosita per, uh, character from Sesame Street, you know, there were these young black girls. I think it was made one black girl, you know, was trying to get, you know, her attention to get a hug. You know, when they do these little parades through the do the amusement park, usually they go and they high five the people that are standing on the side and give the kids the hugs and take pictures or whatever. And this Rosita definitely, she definitely was ignoring this young black girl that, like, definitely came here just to see Rosita. And then there was other videos of this this person in this costume uh, ignoring other black kids, so it was very awkward. And Sesame Street, Sesame Place, had the usher just big apology and you know tell the family of the young girl that you can come here for free or whatever the hell they did. <laughs> but Shamari equating that energy to what DC or Warner is doing to their DC fans is is really apropos. It's funny, it, it, it's funny, but it is very apropos of what what's going on. I mean, I mean, Kendall, I know we've been on this for a while, but like. Is there any is there is there any is there any bail to be shot to DC for this explanation or really Warner for this explanation? Uh I mean look, there, there is a natural timing of you know, all good things have to end at some point and the, the, the nature of fandom is it's not going to be as necessary um you know, after the pandemic. You know, sort of cleared up, and people were able to, uh, you know, sort of 
get back to, you know, some sense of normalcy. So from that perspective, I can I can I can see uh, I can see people making the decision to and Warner Brothers making the decision to move on from fandom because it was, it was always going to happen at some point. It just feels like the timing of the of the announcement and everything is just when everything's being slashed. It doesn't feel like they're making this announcement because of the nature of the public health. It feels like they're making this announcement because they new management, you know, and that is what people are, I think, probably most bothered by. Um, I mean, can you hey, look in the, in the grand scheme of things? It's they're not. It's definitely not the most. Definitely not the most important thing that's been cut from Warner Brothers uh, slate. From 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 HBO Max, from you know, just their whole their whole business model, but it's 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 again, it's something that I feel like everybody should be doing, you know, and so to lose that is, is definitely unfortunate. I mean, I think we even saw this year's fandom feel a little bit more scaled back to the to the one prior, but um, even then, it was still still a fun event. So yeah, I you know, it's disappointing. Um, it's funny. I actually went to, to to Grace Randolph's Twitter account because she's very good when it comes to Warner Brothers uh, scoops and and you know sort of their mindset. And I actually came across something uh, relating uh, Henry Cavill and Marvel that I think is interesting considering what we talked about at the beginning. And she had tweeted that uh, what, what we got, Ken? No, she tweeted on August 29th. So that was before this guy. Uh, whatever his name is, Kennedy or whatever his name was, uh, tweeted his list. Um, he's, uh, Grace Randolph tweeted, so I hear Marvel is open to casting Henry Cavill and are discussing some roles with him, at least one that I've heard. Mm. Uh, that was that, And then she put out a poll that same day. Since I hear Marvel's open to casting Hen- Henry Cavill. I think I might have saw that. I think I might have saw that tweet too. And... Yeah. Who should he play? And the, the, the options were... Wonder Man, Mr. Fantastic, Wolverine, and then other reply. There was another tweet that I saw this one and I thought it was interesting when it happened and I but I, I you know, I didn't make anything of it. Well she was talking about how she had she saw the list of people that they were considering for Reed Richards. Um and you know, how there's all these big names and uh and how uh it's gonna be one of the best MCU castings ever. And she said that um, there was somebody that they almost got that they didn't get that she's gonna t- she's gonna release when it's fully when they announce the casting who they didn't get, but that's one person who's worked on a huge Disney franchise before, and then she put a Star Wars GIF. So then people are like, "Which Star Wars actor?" So some this, this was for Mr. This was for Reed Richards. This was for Reed Richards. Interesting. And so at the time, people were I think the popular thought was. Maybe Adam Driver, you know, is Reed Richards. Oh, yeah, I can see but, that. You know, but who knows? Maybe it was John Boyega, for all we know, mm. you know? It's true, too. Uh, I was still, I mean, if it's somebody that's not getting the role for a fact, then Adam Driver makes sense. But again, I think the Henry Cavill thing, timing of that, is uh, something to pay attention to. Because well, now this is two people. Yeah. Well, I think this is now a saying, great... Yes. That this Marvel Cavill thing, there's smoke to this Cavill going to Marvel situation. It is interesting. I, I do agree with that. I do feel like we should now. It's a great segue to this 
these rumors that uh, Henry Cavill may not actually be done with um, his Superman role. So, of course, Henry Cavill played Superman in The Man of Steel. He played Superman in Batman v Superman. He played Superman in Justice League and in Zack Snyder's Justice League as well. And then there were no more plans to have Henry Cavill in any further Superman movies that we knew of. That There was this word that we were getting a black Superman um, that was going to be uh, maybe Valzad and uh, that, excuse me, um, Michael B. Jordan was producing Superman movie as a black Superman and and maybe, uh, you know, J.J. Abrams and, and uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates were doing something with a black Superman. But and that, you know, of course, Supergirl was going to be, you know, coming into focus with her appearance coming up in The Flash. That Cavill was, you know, just kind of seemed like the odd man out. But there's been these whispers that that Cavill could be coming back as the Man of Steel with the new leadership at Warner Discovery, and there was a very inter- interesting conversation held by uh, Eric uh, Davis of the, uh, uh, and uh, Umberto Gonzalez for the rap. So Eric Davis, Fandango, uh, Umberto Gonzalez, the rap. Forgive me because I don't know where this was from. And I'm also going to uh, do something slick here. Let's see if this works. <laughs> I'm going to try to play this audio. I did not actually record this audio before because I didn't actually see it anywhere. I just saw it just now. So I'm going to try to play for you. Hopefully, you guys can hear this. I think you should be able to. Here was the conversation between um, Umberto and Eric and Umberto talking about Henry Cavill's future as Superman. Let's see if we can get a listen here. To, to Henry Cavill and, and has gotten uh, two cents on right where there. he's at in terms of returning to the character of Superman. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm going to make you very political. <laughs> second, I can't oh, answer I that question okay. because it's a sport. I'm going to let it play. Ooh. Let you go. And that should answer your question. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, so that was that quote. I'm going to play it one more time because I realized I had Chrome muted on my end so that I can hear it. So this is, once again, just to be clear, uh, Umberto Gonzalez talking about Harry Cavill's future as Superman. To, to Henry Cavill and, and has gotten uh, two cents on wh- where he's at in terms of returning to the character of Superman. Unfortunately, I, I'm going to make this very political. I can't answer that question because it's a spoiler. Oh, there you go. And that should answer your question. <laughs> Ooh. To, to Henry. Okay, so there you go. That right there is uh, Umberto saying that he can't even answer whether or not Henry Cavill has a future as Superman because it's a spoiler. Which to me would make it's made a lot of people believe that Henry Cavill's return could be imminent. If he's saying it's a spoiler, you would think that means that maybe there's an appearance happening in a movie that's coming out for DC. There are two movies that are done by DC, or three really, that are done by DC. They're already done. That are completed. You have Black Adam, and we've all heard about the rumors of a Black Adam Superman showdown. We have um, Shazam, where a Cavill-like tease was done in the post-credits scene of the first movie. And then we have The Flash, which is where I mentioned earlier where it seemed like Sasha Kai Supergirl was kind of going to be taking the mantle. Interesting comments there for him to say that it's a spoiler. So, so, uh, a sham, I know you're a big Cavill fan. I mean, you, you now just heard that. I'm assuming you heard it for the first time. What do you make of that comment? What do you think he means by that? 
I mean, it sounds like he's saying Superman's coming back. That's what I, it sounds like to me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, I mean, like you said, EJ, he could come back in so many other things. I would also add Aquaman to that. I mean, we're already that, hearing that, that is true. Yeah, we're already hearing that Batfleck is probably going to be back in Aquaman. Apparently, um, so I don't know. I mean, I guess Superman could show up too. I mean, it, I don't know what they're doing with that movie. Um, so. Yeah, I mean it's to me this is this is welcome news, right? I mean I, I mean we all know I I love Man of Steel, you know my personal favorite Superman movie. Um, I I thought Cavill was good as Superman. I'm totally down to see him as Superman again if he wants to come back to to the Superman role. Um, I mean I just I think he, I think it would fit. And he doesn't have to be in, in, even in like a Snyder type Superman uh, role. Though again, I love Man of Steel anyway, um, and you know would still love to see a sequel. But but he could just be Superman in a different in a different type of movie. I think he'd be a good Superman. So I think this is cool. Um, I mean, Hopkins already killing it on TV in the in the Superman and Lois show, which is giving Superman I think a, a good kind of boost. Uh, I think in terms of like reaching people uh, and having a good representation um, since he's just not in the movies right now. So, I, I mean, I think it'd be cool. So I, I think this is welcome news. I hope to see him back in something. If I had to guess, um, I would say I would, if I had to guess, I'd say Black Adam. Maybe I've seen probably seen him in Black Adam. We're getting all those other heroes in Black Adam already. And I mean, just to throw him in there. I mean, probably wouldn't take that long or, or, you know, whatever. So, and I'm sure the rock would totally want to do that. So, yeah. So that would be, and, and, and him saying it's a spoiler makes me feel like that's probably the next thing we're going to see. Um, like the next DC movie we're going to see, he doesn't want to spoil that. If this were like next year, like a movie coming out next yeah. year, I'd be, like, I'd be like, eh, I mean, I mean, it's still a spoiler. So anything's going to change. Like, yeah. Flash, you, you can say, Cavill's gonna be in it, and you know if it's coming out next year, like who's gonna remember you said this to now? You know, if he says it now, Black Adam comes out, yeah, and Cavill, and it's like, yeah, I mean, you kind of like, you kind of said he was gonna show up, and he showed up. So, was, so yeah. that would be my guess. And what's interesting with this, Kendall, is remember before I was mentioning Comic Con. Remember the the this you know we knew Marvel's about to hit DC over the head with a sledgehammer with what they were gonna show. And then remember the days leading up to Comic Con, it was these crazy rumors that were coming out that Henry Cavill was gonna show up and announce that he's back as Superman. And it wasn't like it wasn't like it was just some internet just fodder that was just you know, this stuff that gets on the internet and catches wind and then it jumps and you look at the origins and you realize it didn't make much sense. There were some people that really put their credibility on the lines <laughs> saying that Cavill was going to show up and of course he didn't so then so then I kind of just forgot about the fact that Cavill and Superman was a thing and then when you hear the Marvel stuff it kind of further makes you think okay you know that's not in the cards per se but then you hear you know this uh this this thing I almost feel like I'm I don't know I feel like by him saying that it, it kind of gives away he's coming back but that maybe I'm being um, maybe I'm thinking too much here. Like I'm getting too much in the weeds. But I almost wonder if is there a way that 
he's trying to say it's not a spoiler because maybe is there a new Superman that's going to appear? Because you say it's a spoiler. Yes, it does definitely lend itself to Superman is going to return. I think that there's a 95% chance that that's what he's referring to. But I almost feel like to even say that is a spoiler. So why would he say that? And I think, well, maybe it's a well, spoiler, that, I mean, maybe because it's something else that we're not expecting regarding a Superman showing up. Maybe it is a Superman who is white, but is not Henry Cavill. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I mean, sometimes that happens where, you know, you spoil something by not. By not spoiling something, you know. Yeah, and I think yeah, that exactly. that's that's essentially I think he just unintentionally may have done that by saying, well, I can't say because like Shamari said. I mean, it could I mean, it could be a number of things that we laid out, but the most likely would be he he's in Black Adam, and I mean, it makes a lot of sense. You know, we talked about it what last week that Black Adam is in a little bit of a weird spot uh, from a box office perspective. I don't know if the hype for the movie is maybe what it was when they announced that The Rock was playing Black Adam, which was I mean that was ages ago, but when they announced that. When they announced like that they were doing this movie and what the concept was, there was a lot of excitement around it. Um, but now that we're, you know, all this negative press with DC has really taken a lot of steam from out of this movie. Um, and you feel like Warner Brothers better have an ace up their sleeve or this movie's not going to do well. Uh, like, comparative to where it probably could have in a better, uh, in a better news cycle. But, um, but if you told me Henry Cavill Superman was in it, uh, even if it's just the post-credit scene, that would certainly boost the excitement, boost the online engagement surrounding the movie. Surrounding the movie, so um, yeah, I would. I think that would be a very smart play if that was the case. Shazam, I don't think. I just don't think it's worth it. I don't think Cavill would do it. Uh, I don't think the Shazam properties as is. is is a I don't think it's a tentpole major franchise for DC. I think Black Adam is. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think The Rock could personally reach out to Henry Cavill and be like, "I want you in this movie," you know, just as a cameo, this and that, set something up. And DC would make it happen. You know, Seven Bucks Productions will make it happen, and you know, The Rock and Henry Cavill will make it happen. So. That's the one that seems the most realistic, uh, and that's the one that I, I would bank on if this is if if this is true at all. Um, but I, you know, in terms of uh, is this something that I want to see? I, I I mean, I think it makes sense for for uh, for Black Adam one hundred percent. I will also say, Shamari, since you mentioned uh, Superman and Lois, I will say shout out to uh, our boy John Jonathan Kent. Leaving the show apparently. Yes, the actor Oh Kennedy. man! Oh, oh yeah, I yeah. Think I heard about that. You didn't. Man. Did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's a, that was a, that was a rough one. That was a little rough. I was like, man, is, 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 am I done? <laughs> he's, they say he's know. being recast. So I know it's uh, that's good. I mean, I mean, it's not good, but that's like, yeah, that's a bad. Watch plenty of shows where yeah. you know they you just write off the write off the character. Yeah, yeah which I and know. like the show. Vastly, especially early on, needed the character. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, if you're just relying on Jordan Kent, you know, that would have annoyed a lot of people. So, uh, I think it's smart that they're going to recast in the sense that they understand that the character is valuable, but um, 
Big blow to the show. One of my favorite yeah, actors. Because he does. I hope to see him in other things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he was dealing with some mental health issues and stuff, so he had to take a step back. So, mm-hmm. you know, we may not see him immediately, but we'll. I'm sure we'll see him somewhere down the line. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Prayers to uh, to uh, to Jordan Elis Elslas. Uh, uh, forgive me if I'm mispronouncing his last name. Um, I know he's he, he's a young young man that decided to step away, but um, hopefully we do get to see him in the future, or or you know they do end up recasting. Uh, hopefully we, that show continues to thrive. And you know, Shamari and Kano are big fans. I have not finished season one, but I liked what I saw in that show. Just lastly, quickly on Cavill. My last question on this is is to me like I, I just wonder if this is a reaction to is this Zaslov making one of his first big moves by getting Cavill in this movie somehow was this always the plan was he already going to be in this movie and this is just something that was going to happen like and we we won't know I guess till this movie comes out but that that's like the one caveat I have cuz you know, we we we, we kind of started hearing the things that a Zaslav regime would be more open to Cavill potentially, uh, but there was no movement on that except for that random time before Comic Con where Cavill was going to show up apparently, and he didn't. So I, I do wonder if if this was something that he you know pushed, and if he did, I think it's smart. I think that this is the right move. I, I've I've. Been, first of all, I, I might have been one of the first people who was saying that I thought that Black Adam should be the villain in Man of Steel 2. So the fact that we were talking about right. Man of Steel 2 told you how long old this show was. So I was saying that a long time ago that for a Man of Steel sequel, Black Adam would be a perfect villain. So Black Adam versus Cavill Superman, sign me up. That's great. Uh, I, I also have been not so keen about the need to do this Black Superman. Like, I just... I don't think that it was that necessary. Not to say that they still won't do it, but I think people like what they like, and there's value in the Kal-El Clark and Superman being the main Superman that you're pushing as stories. And I think to say that we're going to do something different for the sake of doing something different, I never really was on board with. So I love everything I'm hearing about this. I'm just curious, like, just what was the timetable of this if this is happening? And I do now, think it's happening. Remember the one thing I find interesting, because again, I keep I, I I'm like eighty percent sure it's Black Adam, and yeah, I mean, if I if I'm going with that theory, I would yeah, I would say around that same percentage. Like it, I mean, The Rock again. It goes back to the movie in and of itself. It's like a Black Adam movie. We go back to how they wanted to do, you know. Black Adam versus Am, and The Rock's like, no, we're not doing that. Yep. We're doing he a was Black like, Adam movie. Yep. He's like, hard pass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm not, uh, I'm not second billing to Zachary Levi. No. <laughs> Tell you that much. But, um, but, it, it, but at the same time, I, I, I think back to what The Rock has said about black, this Black Adam movie every time. And every time he said it, he's never really explained what it meant, or it's been very vague, but he's always said that the power... Yeah, uh, it's shifting in the DC universe. Yep, the, and high, the power that uh, the yeah the, uh, the hierarchy, hierarchy of power power is shifting. It's shifting yeah. in the DC universe every time. It's, he point, says it's it. now become a meme. Like it's just it's yeah, like, yeah. He exactly. says it every time. It's like okay, we get it. Yeah, we get it. But then you like you watch the trailers and you're like, so so you're beating up on Adam Smasher. So yeah, <laughs> right. DC universe is yeah. shook. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. know, and Hawkman. You know what I mean? Like nobody that's watched 
all these DC movies is going to relate to the fact that, oh, yeah, because, you know, Cyclone and, and Dr. Fate are having trouble with, you know, Black Adam. Oh, man, you know. But if you set up this thing where yeah, that's happening in this movie, because, again, I've said it multiple times, the, the, the JSA in this movie, they look a lot like the Illuminati do. In Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, they're about the job. Savannah. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're about the job. It, it it worries the heck out of me because obviously the Illuminati did not work out. But with that being said, the power the only way the power can shift in the DC universe is if the person who is at the top is being challenged. And the person at the top, you know, if you know, it's it's always been Superman. I mean, they set it up in the Snyderverse. This idea that Superman is the god and he's ahead of everybody else and, you know, the Justice League movie, that's kind of the whole point of it. So if if they are setting up some sort of, you know, Black Adam Superman showdown or at least Super, Superman having a presence in this movie, that would make that would make all this stuff make more sense. Because right now he's just, you know, he's saying stuff, but I don't know if people are are, are really buying it. Yeah, no, you're right. And The Rock also comes from a wrestling background, so he knows a promotion, he knows booking, and sometimes you 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 do what we call a long-term booking and you say things and maybe there's no deal signed that day or plans to do something right then and there. But you know that, you know, if we if we continue to massage this relationship and things work out, what I've been saying will make perfect sense when the time is right. And it just, you know, I, I, you never, especially for me who have watched that Young Rock show and, and learned just how much, like, the business of wrestling is still a big part of how he thinks about business. And he's a great businessman, so I think it's important to remember that. Uh, everything he does, I always think of from the lens of wrestling. So, again, he knows booking. He knows how to protect his own character. He knew there's no way in hell he was going to be losing to uh, Zachary Levi. He said hard pass. But he also knew how to build himself up. To make a Cavill showdown and remember worthwhile, and that's what I think he's been doing this is the same guy that's had this very public beef with Vin Diesel. Uh, We think it's real, but again, The Rock, you know, is as good as anybody at pulling a work. So it it could be a work, but regardless, he has this very public beef with Vin Diesel that carried on screen and helped to promote the Fast and Furious movies, and. He's he's had a he's had it's been a little bit of a social media like campaign that he's had for years with Henry Cavill where they've you know sort of flirted over social media of this idea of doing Superman and Black Adam and again they've this is something that's been years in the works at this point and because I mean again we've known that the Rock's been playing Black Adam for like six years yeah you know, it's been longer than that I think it's been like, yeah, it might be more than that I was I think I was in high school. <laughs> Yeah, right. You heard of Black, the Rock was attached to doing Black Adam, <laughs> and so like, and that was during the prime of when Cavill was doing Batman v Superman. Right, right? Exactly. By the time Batman Superman all, came out, beginning, like, yeah, like we knew <laughs> that was so long ago. But but when, when that movie was coming out, like we knew the Rock was going to be Black Adam. We were like, we don't know when, but eventually he'll play Black Adam. And the whole thing was, well, you know, whenever he shows up, it's going to be. Black Adam or Superman, like you said, maybe Man of Steel 2, maybe a Justice League 2, maybe a Black Adam movie, whatever it is, he's going to show up. Well, this is something that's been years in the works. I wonder if we see the culmination uh, next month. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be fascinating to follow, man. 
Black Adam vs Superman, sign me up. I'm ready for it. Uh, DC needs some good news, and if they can deliver on that, that would be great. I would still have a lot of questions about what the hell is going on with the future, but that would be a good start, I think, if you bring Cavill back into the fold. And that's coming from a guy who said that they should fire Henry Cavill. So, because um, <laughs> that was when I, again, I always like to say our first YouTube video. But um, but we're in a position now where they, they have to write this ship, and they got to get the flagship characters right. And they need to just do a conventional Superman. And Cavill not attached from Zack Snyder, I would definitely want to see what happens with that. But uh, let's uh, quickly wrap the show. We're going a little long here, but I want to wrap the show quickly talking about this very interesting uh, conversation and interview that Marco Waldron did with Empire Online. Part of this interview, he had revealed that he had wanted to do a uh, a mid credit scene, a post credit scene in Doctor Strange uh, in the Multiverse of Madness that included Reed Richards. Now, of course, Reed Richards was indeed uh, in the movie. So when I saw that he wanted to have a post credit, and we he has a very untimely demise in the movie. So when I saw that he wanted to do uh, a a scene with Reed Richards in the post credit scene, I was kind of confused. So here's what uh, here's what um Muldrin said in the interview. He said, "I always wanted Reed Richards in this thing, talking about the film. In my very first draft, I wrote a tag just for the hell of it. The events of the movie being recorded." by somebody in the back of the building and a stretchy hand coming into frame to run it back. That, of course, being Reed Richards. Reed is my probably my favorite uh, Marvel character, so I was uh, I was always gunning, uh, gunning to get him in here some, somewhere. So this, to me, this, when I read these quotes, it almost sounds to me like this was maybe a draft he had before he actually knew that the Illuminati was going to be in the movie, or at least he knew that he could put Reed Richards in the Illuminati in this movie, that that maybe Reed would then be a, a piece here somewhere. You know, this sounds maybe perhaps if somehow Reed Richards was already in the movie and then he had this post-credit scene, maybe it's a uh, Council of the Reeds tease happening where Reed from a different universe is able, is able to watch what's going on uh, from in this, you know, weird, you know, side of the universe that we were introduced to. In this, uh, in this Marvel uh, universe that we, we saw in Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, go to Kendall here. What do you uh, think about a Reed Richards post-credit scene that we did not get? What is your thoughts hearing that this was something that he considered? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, it sounds cool. Um, if, if it's a deal where we didn't know Reed Richards was in the movie and that happened, I mean, you were talking about breaking the internet. I mean, that would have... That would have been the biggest post-credit scene we've had in a long time. Uh, yeah, I, I would argue maybe ever. Yeah, I mean we're going back. Yeah, we're going back a ways if we're talking. You know, the debut of Reed Richards in the MCU. And yeah, a, I mean, yeah, to me that, that that goes right behind only Sam Jackson and Iron Man. It was Sam Jackson and Iron Man. Uh, uh, Thanos ones. It, the first Thanos one was was major. I still don't think I'd put it above Sam Jackson. But no, yeah, I'm that, definitely not putting it over. Is it putting over uh, Reed Richards would be the would be the, I guess the question. No, uh, I, I still wouldn't put it over Reed Richards. Yeah, and that that's fair. So I mean, you're you're you're. I mean, again, that that would have that's almost like part of the reason why you're like, there's just there's no way they would have done that, right? Like they haven't they haven't gone that big in a long time <laughs> when it comes to introducing characters and whatnot. But um, it, it one it reminds me a little bit of of like. 
Matt Reeves' Batman, you know, with the, him watching the tape, you know, or whatever, and recording everything. Right. And, yeah. You know, <laughs> I've seen that concept before, and it was cool when, when they when they introduced it with Batman. So, yeah, I mean, I honestly, the thing that, that, that it gets me most excited for is just to see Reed Richards, like, you know, and actually see a real version of Reed Richards and not some, uh, some Elseworlds, you know, buffoon. <laughs> no. Uh, I'll be I'll be nice. He wasn't a buffoon, but you don't give him up the plan. Little, yeah, I'll say that was a little that was a little harsh there. You what? <laughs> you buffoon. Yeah, no, honestly, that's what Kendall said. Kendall said you buffoon. Uh, Krasinski, random Earth. I mean, that's that's the meme. You know, the guy yeah, is supposed to be the smartest man alive, and he's telling it telling Wanda what everybody can do. <laughs> yeah, this guy. You know, the only way you can stop him is if you. Can get rid of his mouth. Boy, ain't no way, boy. <laughs> and Wanda said, "Bet." <laughs> and yeah. uh, Black Adam was uh was was dismantled very easily and quickly. Um, Sham. Well, I mean, what? How do you take this? I, I again, I read this as this is probably before he realized he can get Reed Richards actually in the movie. Though that then how he treated Reed Richards was weird. If he loved Reed Richards so much, like. I kind of have mixed feelings on this, th- the framing of this, and then his actual comments in himself. Um, I mean, I think it's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, the Reed Richards that we got. I mean, we all know how kind of how I feel, how Kendall feels about the Illuminati, the Reed Richards, and you know how you know I kind you kind of flash back to some of the. Ralph Boner, old Quicksilver, and stuff, and you know, oh, the aerospace engineers. Just there's too, so much trolling happening at Marvel lately with these characters that we just want to see. We just just give me the X Men, just give me a Fantastic Four, you know. So it's like it gets you know, it gets the trolling gets to a little bit too much. Um, this seems like it would have been interesting. It seems like it would have been cool. It seems like it would have been interesting. It seemed like. He actually wanted to really introduce his character in a real, <laughs> you know, way in which you're like, no, this is very serious. Like, this is someone you need to take very seriously, um, you know, and, and this is a very real hint of, of things to come, which is the Fantastic Four. So, I mean, I thought that it sounds to me like it would have been cool, honestly. Um, but it's interesting to think about. I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to. Uh, uh, hopefully Krasinski being confirmed, I guess, according to uh, to the homie on Twitter we were talking about earlier um, at Disney at uh, Disney Plus Disney Plus Day. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, I will I'll, say yeah, I'm just going to throw out real quick. I'm looking at a, a variety list of every Marvel post credit scene ranked, and Sam Jackson is number two. What do we think number one is? I don't think it's something we've named. I think you would have said that. No. We're missing something. Is it not? Is it Steve Rogers running into the running into the present? No, that was cool, but that was actually in the movie. That wasn't post credit. Oh, you're right. I guess that wasn't the movie. I don't know why that was post credit. Mm-hmm. Meet it Thanos. Plays- Black Panther. Avengers was number three. Huh? The Thanos in Avengers was number three. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's a, um, is Black Panther? In, that's what I'm uh, too. I like uh, that one. Was it? So what was it? Um, that might be my favorite. Winter Soldier, right? Yeah, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Is it uh, Spider-Man? Uh, Sp- what Spider-Man are we talking about? The the one where you see his thing on the uh on the on the ceiling or whatever. Or... 
Like his room? Oh, different Spider-Man. So it's a different Spider-Man. Okay. So it's not MCU? No, no, no. It is MCU. So, all right. So I'll answer the question. All right. Yeah, yeah, what's the, answer the, the viewers question? listening are probably like, how do they not know? Yeah. It's uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. When he, J, J, J. Jonah Jameson outs him at Spider-Man. Ooh, that is a good one. That's a good one, man. Right. <laughs> that one was pretty nuts because that—I mean—that's that's almost like an extension of the movie. Like it's not even like a. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say I almost don't count that because at least look at post-credit scenes as like something like almost not connected to it. Yeah, it's like almost yeah something that's not even so in the movie. So I will kind of I will push back and say I will still stand on my ground that it's still Sam Jackson at one only because I think now nah, look. We that that scene led into what is the greatest Spider-Man movie ever, but right. But they also kind of undercut it, right? I think because of the nature of what they did with that next Spider-Man movie, like all of the best possibilities that could have came from that scene, kind of didn't really play out. Like I think they pivoted. I mean, that's my theory. No, I totally think they pivoted. I, I think they had a. I think they had a plan. Yeah, I think they had a plan that was gonna be great. That was gonna be crazy, and they just decided. Oh, and Sony was get... like, yeah. Sony walked in and was like, Ooh, we can get McGuire and right. Garfield. They were like, so, all right, fine, we'll do something different. Yeah, because you know, and it, and it, and to be fair, I think they did a pretty good job of like keeping, um, keeping that still a big kind of theme in the in the right, movie right. that this was an issue for him. Yeah, yeah, that this was an issue for him, but. What should have been, I think, a more serious thing was kind of treated, I don't want to say as a joke, because there were some tough things Peter was going through early in that movie because of this situation. But, like, it just wasn't the same. And then, even, went, you know, yeah. Yeah. And even, like, you know, you know the fact that, oh, is this Jane Jordan Jameson from a different universe? Like, how did he get there? Like, like, like you know, he, like, I think even that, I think, was also tempered. It was just like, no, he's Jane Jordan Jameson. He's just very different. I think that there was possibilities that they could have done that they I think they were going to explore that they didn't because the other of the pivot they did the other two in the top five real quick uh Captain America Winter Soldier uh where they introduced the the, the, the twins the miracles uh Quicksilver Scarlet Witch and then Infinity War when Nick Fury gets snapped and calls Captain Marvel hmm. I don't know yeah. about this. I, I love that one. I like, I like that one better. You like, it, you like the Twins one? Yeah. No. Oh, I like both, but I like the Nick Fury, uh, Captain Marvel one. I, I was bugging that one, and you knew it was happening because we knew Captain Marvel coming out. But I was still like, oh, uh oh. It, it honestly, that that's another one where I didn't like the Captain Marvel movie as much as I would have hoped. So, but it's kind of like the. Well, that's kind of why I feel like, like the, that, yeah. Apocalypse and Days of Future Past. I was like, oh man, like this is good. That that was number one in terms of my in theater reaction but that's why for me i that's why for me i feel like with these kind of things like whatever the impact was of the scene has to be included in how great the scene was like there no one can deny the impact of sam jackson in 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 iron man and what the payoff was you got the the freaking avengers i have that i'm the opposite where i'm just like I'm only judging these post credit scenes on what my reaction was during the during the time. Yeah, and obviously with Sam Jackson, it's crazy. But uh there are there's a lot of these, like we've mentioned, even the 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 Wolverine where you know Professor X and, Ma- and Magneto roll up in the airport 
and they're talking about trash industries and all that stuff. Like that's another crazy one. And Days of Future Past ended up being good, but like just my in theater reaction, I was bugging out. I mean, I was still bugging out with that uh, black the the one with it, was it Civil War when they had when Civil they had War, Bucky yes. and they showed oh him. no the the Bucky was was that Black Panther? Bucky, what well, Bucky? What are you talking about with, with Black Bucky Panther? Bucky in Wakanda was no, in, no, no. When they had him in the tank, didn't they have oh, him in the tank? tank? Yeah, that was Civil War. Yeah, yeah, that was Civil War. I love that one. Wakanda, and you saw the and you saw the Panther. Yeah, yeah. Let them try. Oh yeah. man, that yeah. Let them. Oh my god. It chills. They play. Yeah, the I, yeah. I don't know. To me, I don't know how that's not top five. Yeah, how's that not top five? Well, uh, I, 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 I can't yeah, put that top five. Black Panther. So I don't know. Maybe I love it. I mean, it's one of my personal favorites, but it's like all it is is an acknowledgement that Black Panther's coming out. You know. Which, yeah, but you knew, already, but you knew, Kendall. You just saw Black in the Panther. You just it saw first, it's a, it's the first movie. time. It was the first time we just saw we saw Wakanda. The first Wakanda, time we saw Wakanda, which was awesome. And you man. knew we were going to Wakanda in the next movie, and Coogler yeah. is doing the next movie. In this Still. list, I mean, look, I don't know who wrote this list, obviously. I mean, I'm sure that I'm not going to call out the, the 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 author, but it's not in the top. It's not in the top twenty. It looks like that's, so. a, that's insane. That's, Again, I that's I, totally, I I sort of get it. I get it from the from the standpoint of like it's not. It doesn't tell you anything story wise besides like Bucky. Well, it tells you that Bucky's in Wakanda and he's right. one of the the last men standing, so to speak, right. in the fight in Wakanda against Thanos and his crew. I I, I disagree. I think that right. it is. So it's sort of. It's sort of yes. Yeah, it's, it's 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 thirty on the list for. That's insane. For, uh, that's ridiculous. For, for, for yeah, that's that's insane. How's that? How's that underneath? I mean, they got it below. And, and, I, and I think it that it seemed like the top five or six you had. I thought, I thought it was a pretty good list up to that point. But that that's but insane. like incredible. I mean, I like this one, the Incredible Hulk, where you see Tony Stark. That's twenty seven. That's a good one. But that, yeah, I mean, that, that one that is one so crazy too. that one is yeah. But that one is like again, you got to talk about payoff. Like it's almost not canon. Yeah. It doesn't even make sense with anything <laughs> that Marvel did. Why is that even? He's like, I'm trying. He's like, I'm though. trying to build the Avengers, and then like next time we see Iron Man, Iron Man two. He's like, I don't yeah. want to build the Avengers. I don't want to be a part of your yeah. superhero team. So like, what? Like, it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I and, and I, I and to be fair, I did think about that scene too. I, I do like that scene, but like, I can't put that ahead of the Wakanda scene. Like, not even close. Again, again, it's yeah. not even canon. It's not even canon. Like, there's no yeah, canon for that to make sense. Right ahead of it as well. It was the Wasp getting her suit, and then the oh come on now. Civil War kind of that's crazy Falcon scene, you know, Bucky. So. Yeah, come on now, that's that's insane. Yeah, that's insane. Like, like what's that's what that's that is that I've always liked the Black Panther scene for three. I've always personally. I've always loved the Black Panther scene, but I've always thought like I was like like I was I don't say I was crazy, but just like oh yeah, I'm definitely like not in the majority in terms of this one being like. And I again, I don't know if I put it top five, but it it would be it'd be top ten in terms of like the chills you get when you see it. It's kind of like so. Example like the Spider Man one that you mentioned, where you see his logo on this on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. That like I didn't care that much for that scene at all. I didn't get the same amount of chills because I don't think I don't know if they executed it as well as they probably could have. But like. I think many people probably looked at that Black Panther scene the same way I looked at the Spider Man scene. It was just like, oh, cool. Spider Man's coming back. Or, you know, Black Panther's coming back. But I think it's just, you know, a different reaction. I don't even know where the Spider Man thing is on this scene, on this on this list, but it's it's, it's below Black Panther. 
you know, for reference. We could do a whole, we could do a whole, yeah, whole we, we, clearly we could do a whole, clearly we could do a whole podcast on this one thing. Um, I mean, we barely talked about the whole, well, we I don't get talk, why they, they have we the Avengers teaser. Oh, Mr. Red House, thing. The Avengers it, teaser it, in the there. The first Avengers is 36. I mean, that was nuts. Yeah, yeah, come on now. We saw the, the first trailer to Avengers. <laughs> to me, yeah, that yeah. would be like top five. Yeah, this, 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 the, the more you read me, the more you read me about the list, Kendall, the more I'm thinking you had me in the first half. Yeah, this this list yeah, sounds this, like this, this is this a, sounds like I I would disagree with most of it. Yeah, this is uh you had me in the first. All right, half. so here's where it gets comical. And this is funny. This one's funny, but they got the the Hawkeye post credit scene, which to me is a bottom five. You know, <laughs> that, that's not my bottom five. With the what the, happened? What, yeah, Kingpin gets shot? What, what, no, 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 what happened? Music. Oh, come on now. What, what was that ranked? 21. <laughs> Out of 50. Yeah, come yeah, on. I think yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And, they, like, I will play. say, I, I thought it was funny and I did enjoy it, but come on. It was funny, yeah. It, it was it's funny. still but, bottom five. It was funny, but that's not, that, I'm not putting, that's not even on my list. What is going because on? Because it's not here. Scary. I guess I the, the I don't know what's going the, on. the worst. If we're wondering what the worst post credit scene was in, in, in Marvel history, uh, as I scroll up, it is wow. Apparently, the worst one is. See, this is yeah. This this something. The see, worst one apparently. Yeah, wow, I knew it was gonna be something. Thanos saying, "I guess I'll do it myself." No, oh, that's, that's a great scene. See, come that's on, like, that's, that's, yeah, bottom, bottom, bottom. Yeah, that's what? a that's a that's a great scene. That's like top, a, that's top ten for me. Is there an explanation? Five. I actually, what is there an explanation for why he hates this person, hates the screen, they hates that scene so much? All right, so I guess I'll, I guess I'll read his, his quick. He says, director Joss Whedon didn't want a post credit scene on the second Avengers movie, but Marvel tacked on this hasty Justin Burger anyway. A lame reminder that yes, Thanos, Josh Brolin is still out there, and of course he wants the Infinity Stones, and duh. He's going to collect him himself. Not fun, not new, not surprising. Sorry, Thanos, you lose. No, he's wrong. No, he's <laughs> the guy, the guy, the guy literally, I mean, the first, the first Avengers movie, he literally wrong, does task someone else with trying to get him Infinity Stones. And exactly. see, and then we see even and even in Infinity War, he has other people going to Earth to find Infinity Stones. Like, like that's like, like. He, uh, yes, he he eventually does do get them all by himself, but if there's anything there's any theme about Thanos throughout the entire time he's around is that he has people doing dirty work for him. Like I don't like, and then he saw these Avengers, you know, you know, clearly being a little more you know dominant than he maybe initially thought. He said, "All right, I gotta do it myself." And he grabs the gauntlet. I don't know. Yeah, come on. Yeah, sorry. This, is, this this was this was this was a stinker. This, this was a thinker. And that's a good place, though, to wrap the show this week, guys. So I want to thank you all for checking out this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk podcast. This was a fun conversation. I know my guys enjoyed it. I know I enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Of course, if you enjoyed this show, you listen to all of our episodes on New Generation Podcast Network. You can find on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. You also catch us on YouTube, New Generation Media. Make sure you follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, New Generation Pod, Instagram, New Generation Podcast, as well as um, on Facebook. You can find us, New Generation Media. And make sure you follow us individually on social media. You can find Kendall on Twitter, New Gen Ken. 
You can find Shamari on Instagram and Snapchat, MCShan22. And you can find me on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart, Action EJ on Instagram. And now, and now, new one, Action EJ on TikTok. So make sure you follow me there as well. But that's going to do it for now. Thank you guys for checking us out. For Shamari, for Kendall, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace.